Welcome to Practice Link On Air. We help physicians find their first or next practices and manage their career transitions. Let's get started. If you're a physician with an interview and interview jitters, you're not alone. A site visit is designed to introduce you to an organization, its employees, and the area. And it's also a chance for team members to get to know you better. Behavioral interviews are a way for hiring committees to gauge how you manage stressful situations and how you might fit in with existing staff. If you feel nervous just hearing the words behavioral interview, then you'll want to listen for some easy ways to prepare for any tough questions you get. Hi, I'm Laura Hammond, Director of Content at PracticeLink. I met up with Dara Brennan, Manager of Provider Recruitment at Adventist Health, to talk about what physicians can expect during site visits and interviews, including how to prepare for behavioral interviews, the big question that often catches candidates off guard, and how to turn down an offer in a way that's both courteous and professional. Hi, welcome. Thank you for having me. So the first thing you have to do is pick one of our conversation topics and tell us your answer. Let's see. What am I grateful for? Um, Well, (laughs) I have a 17-year-old daughter. (laughs) She just got accepted into Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. Nice. I'm so blessed and so happy for her. I couldn't be. She's going to be close to home. Um, I'm super excited. I couldn't be more grateful for this kid that has grown up to be an amazing, beautiful woman and um, super, super happy that she'll be close to home. Congratulations, Mama. That is so great. (laughs) Well, your work is not done. She's going to need you for all the rest of it. I know. This is crazy. Absolutely crazy. So she had to probably go on some interviews. She did. We were just talking about physicians through the interview process. Yes. Yes. And... What is one of the questions that you ask physicians throughout the interview process that they are just absolutely not prepared for? Right. So Adventist Health is a mission-minded company. And one of the most important things for us is to find candidates that share our mission, vision, and values. So with that, I like to get back to basics with candidates and find out why they became a physician. So one of my interview questions usually that I ask is, What drove you to this profession? Why did you want to become a physician? A lot of times they're kind of taken back by it. So I think that that's a really good question to be prepared for on an interview. Yeah, that's something maybe that they put a lot of time and thought into when they were applying for medical school or residency. Exactly, and maybe not so much further along in their career. Yeah. It's great to get those answers too, just to hear what drove them into the profession. Yeah. Yeah, so you mentioned behavioral interviewing. For all of us who are not in recruitment day-to-day, tell us a little bit about what behavioral interviewing means. So typically what we like to do is ask the physician to put themselves in a spot where they were either uncomfortable in how they dealt with it or they were able to change a, uh, it was a turning point in um, a, an interaction with a colleague or a subordinate. And so it gives us a better idea about how they handle stressful situations and, and, and also whether or not they would be a fit for the rest of the team. Because you have so many different personalities that you're dealing with. It's important to see if you've got somebody that's going to fly off the handle with something, like your typical orthopedic surgeon, um, it's nice to have them 
be able to talk to you know why they act a certain way or what drives them to act a certain way. It's good to know these things. Is that something that a candidate can prepare themselves for beforehand? Most definitely. Most definitely. I think it's very important that a candidate definitely just, I mean, seriously, all you need to do is download uh, behavioral interview questions from the internet and they, you'll, you'll be ready and set to go. It's amazing. Yeah. Seems like it'd be hard to, in an interview process, you spend so much time and training trying to figure out your best qualities and your strengths. So to be able to have those situations where you can draw back on something that maybe didn't go quite right and how you reacted to it. Exactly, exactly. And that's, that's what it boils down to is being able to have the physician be able to talk to, even if it was a point that didn't go well for them, talk to why and how we can understand them a little bit better too. Because every situation is a learning situation, so it doesn't necessarily have to be negative or positive, just how did you handle it and why? That's great. So what is the question that you typically answer that physicians have the answer to right away? Is there one that you can point to as a favorite standby? Well, so that's kind of an interesting question, a favorite standby question that a physician could answer. Um, wow, now you've got me stumped. <laughs> I know one of the ones that we use in our interview process is, what, it, what are you passionate about outside of work? Right. And that helps us to be able to see what the, that person is interested in, if it's something that the community to which we're recruiting would be able to exactly, support. Exactly. Exactly. something similar like that, that? Exactly that. So if we are in a small community, um, say the wine country or even on a lake, we like to make sure that if we are interviewing candidates that they share some of the same things that we like to um, showcase, say, in that region. So usually going to that type of uh, point, you, I, I think it's rare that a physician would come and check out a spot if they weren't really interested. Unless, of course, they're interested in the vacation. <laughs> Which does happens. that happen? It does happen sometimes. I mean, in the wine country, yes, that's kind of a... Uh, a site kind of, visit. A site to visit to St. Helena's wine country. Yes, it's, that can be tough. Yeah. 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 So, Getting to that point and actually having a really great set of questions prior to the interview process, actually the site visit process, is tremendous for that team. And so if, if you have a, say, a five-minute phone call, ten-minute pre-screen phone call conversation with somebody and the CV checks out and it looks like, hey, there are maybe uh, a draw, a personal draw for that candidate to come and look at your particular area. These are all good. Then you call back the physician and then you could have maybe an hour, hour and 30 minute conversation, more detailed, more in depth, more behavioral based questions that you get to the, the nitty gritty about what is driving that candidate to your spot. So that occurs over the phone then, yes. before a site visit would be offered? Before a site visit okay. would be offered, yes. And then for the site visit, can you walk us through a little bit about what that would entail for a physician? Sure. Uh, some of our site visits at Adventist Health are going to be a different at, at, at each individual spot. Southern California is probably going to be one of those places where you would be in and out in two hours um, and not necessarily uh, a long drawn out event. They're typically drawing from candidates that are already in the area. It's a high demand place to be working in, Southern, in Los Angeles, Southern California. 
Now, in a place that's a little bit more remote, um, we're going to bring the candidate in, uh, usually the night before, and have all day long meeting with executives in administration, as well as executives, our chief medical officer and medical directors of the different clinics, like-minded specialties, uh, and then referring specialties as well. So if we have the orthopedic surgeons coming in, we're gonna want him to meet with anesthesiology as well as radiology, because these are the team he's going to be working with. He's also going to be working with emergency medicine. And then he's also going to be working with our hospitalists if he has a patient that ends up being admitted. So we want to kind of make sure that they meet everybody that they would be connecting with. And then we also, in that, try and make sure that we establish a connection. If there is a cyclist, he's going to connect with a cyclist. If there's somebody whose wife is a, uh, a teacher, we're going to connect them with the school system. So in a smaller setting, you're going to be maybe more wooed a little bit than in a high demand spot. So for the, for the physician, whether it's a two hour meeting in LA or a day uh, in the wine country, which sounds absolutely horrible by the way. Right, I know, yeah, bad. Yeah. Um, what is the goal <laughs> uh, for the physician at the end of that site visit or the end of the entire interview process? So the goal for the physician at the end of the entire interview process should know, can I work with these, does it look like this is a place where I would be happy doing the thing that I love most? Are my colleagues that I'm working with, are these people that I want to not only work with, but will I enjoy hanging out with them after work? I'm going to be spending the majority of my time with these professionals, so why wouldn't I want to see if there's more, if we have more in common, cycling or uh, spousal uh, job. Um, so it just kind of, you, you want to be able to come out of that interview and feel confident that these are people that you really want to, you know, spend time with. I spend the majority of my time with people that I work with. Wouldn't you want to be happy with the people that you work with? Sure. Yeah. Sure. We were talking a little bit earlier today about when a physician comes to a site visit or calls a recruiter um, about an opportunity and um, says that they would really be interested in working anywhere. Right. Is that kind of a red flag to you, especially thinking about the right. whole team perspective? <clears throat> yeah, that can be a little tough for us if we have a provider that says, oh, I'll work anywhere. Um, because then you have to narrow down you don't want to have uh, the provider that's casting the wide net, and that's basically what it is. Um, you want to be able to narrow down so that you don't have competing markets, um, as well as uh, just, it ends up drawing out the process. Because theoretically, the most important thing for the system, the health system, is to fill the need in a timely fashion with the right candidate. And so if you have a candidate that's going to be hopping from site to site, then it ends up prolonging. And then it also ends up, um, it's a tougher decision, I think, to make. I mean, if you have three choices versus two, that, you know, it's just tougher to narrow out, narrow down. So when a physician decides on an offer to accept, um, there's going to maybe be another offer that they're going to have to say no to. Right. So. What is the best way to do that? 
Okay, so this is a great question, and thank you for asking it. Um, saying no to an offer, wow. I feel, and I think that a lot of physician recruiters would feel the same, that um, we're kind of, we enter in a relationship. We start a friendship with a physician or an advanced practitioner, and we, we're courting them and we're dating, and um, in the end, there may be a bit of unrequited love on the physician's part. Um, and so what we've found is time and time again is that if the physician just goes cold and you know is late on picking up emails or answering text message or phone, that it's, it's pretty much a bad omen. But truly, I've established a rapport with you and I would hope, and, and this is what I've started to do actually, is we're going to end this relationship one way or another. Either you're going to join our team or you're going to join somebody else's team. That doesn't mean that down the road you won't join my team again. So let's keep this open and let's ha let, I want you to feel comfortable enough to say, listen, I'm going to accept an offer someplace else. What I would like to know and what is, I think, so important to most every other facility is that why? Why did you choose that spot? Was it location? Was it income? Was it that your wife would never be happy in a small town without a target? If you could just be honest with us, that helps us so much more so that when we go into our next spot with recruiting another physician, that we'll be able to speak to that. I usually try and open up with, you know, these are the reasons why you don't want to come here. Now let me tell you why I want you to come here so that they have an idea that this is what you're, you're up against. I mean, there's no reason to sugarcoat it. You really ought to be honest, and I feel that it's best for a provider to turn around and be honest with you if they're not interested. Who knows? Down the road, they may be interested. That is something that we have come across. Very important. Especially if it's a location in which you have family right. or is within driving distance to family. Right. You may choose uh, the health system across the street. Right. Five years from now, you might decide that you're looking for a change. Right. So it's important right. not to build that bridge. Exactly. And how long have you been with Adventist? I've been with Adventist since 2008. Okay. Yeah. So you have uh, lots of bridges that yes. in the area. Yes. Very good. Yeah. Thank you for joining us today. And please do join us at practicelink.com where you can find nearly every available opening in your specialty. Thanks for listening to Practice Link On Air, where we help physicians find their first or next practices and manage their career transitions. For more helpful resources and jobs in more than 5,000 communities, visit us at practicelink.com.